I'm Levi Morgan, and you're listening to the Manimal Mindset Podcast. So you you guys, so six seven last night. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's That's stupid, a tough. Stupid, one. and the rain, de- rain delays are the worst. Oh, all you yeah. do is just like sit there, and all you want to do is eat. But you're like, no, I'm gonna play at some point. <laughs> so it's like I can't crush too much food. <laughs> so we just sit around, but it's all good. Yeah, and then. Then you try to like get re-amped up. And... It was just long enough to get cold. Like the body right. gets like tight and it's like, mm. all right, 10 o'clock start, 20 minutes, get it back yep. around. But okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sucks. It's the same thing. Like I know when we're shooting and then like we get called off or something and you're in like a real good groove uh-huh. and you just, just, you never go back where uh-uh. you started. No, nope, never. I remember, remember when we were up, but I think Pittsburgh is just like, God, they're anal about that field. Like. Oh yeah, no, they are. They I are remember great. when I brought the uh-huh. my boy on the field with you oh, up yeah. there, and they were like, "Get off the grass!" Uh-huh. <laughs> like, no you know, way. Yeah, they were like, "With your kids?" Yeah, yeah. like off the grass. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "My God!" Were you they with him? Like you? you yeah, yeah, yeah. We got him down like after the game. We were just hanging out, talking. and they still were like, "Get out!" They, they looked at Landon with like off the grass. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God! I was like, "Oof!" All yeah, right. They're... I mean, we just played a bunch of grown men running on it, but are the Braves are the Braves like that too? Um. Uh, not, I wouldn't say they would, they wouldn't, like if we're out there, like players and stuff and we have family or everything, they're normally pretty good about yeah. just kind of like whatever, right. whatever goes on. Um, as long as you're not taking a nine iron and taking a, <laughs> <laughs> see how much spin you can put yeah. on a Pro V1. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, I would definitely was like landing off the grass. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they, they spend a lot of time and money on keeping that, <laughs> keeping that nice, but. Are you guys, where are you guys, are you guys like on track, like as a team? Yeah, we're, we, uh, we're right where we need to be. We lead, we're uh, leading our division. Yeah. Um, I think, I think we're, our record's best in, in the majors right now. Yeah. So, uh, we're rocking on full cylinders. The last month has been a little, eh. Yeah. Uh, as far as just like playing t- together as a full right. team. Um, it's like when our pitching's going great, we're not hitting when, you know, we're, we're not pitching, we're hitting, so it's yeah. just kind of getting back in that groove. But uh, I like where we're at right now. We didn't, we didn't do a whole lot at the trade deadline, but yeah, um, I think we got, you know, we had got Max back this past uh, Max Freed uh, this past uh, series. So uh, I, I like where we're at. Yeah. I think we got a chance to. Is this know, where expectations were for you guys this year? Is this? Oh where, yeah, 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 yeah. We're definitely in that realm of. Um, playoffs world series contention or it's a cool. best so that'd be awesome it's a, it's a fun time right now be two and three years if you guys did it right? oh yeah that'd, be, that'd awesome. be be sick we were in uh i think i invited you that year too to uh cactus jack uh-huh. 21 yeah. when you guys won the series and then we watched you guys win it at cactus jack yeah. oh yeah, yeah that's right but i guess I guess I get it. You know, why I couldn't be why I couldn't be here. Would you have rather played in the World Series? Or, 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 <laughs> I would say uh, so. are we live. <laughs> <laughs> I would say so, yeah. That was pretty awesome. You didn't miss I, much down there. Yeah, it's not that great. No. Killed yeah. some good ones I saw. <laughs> but uh yeah, because I grew up a Braves fan, so like when I grew up it was um Chipper and Andrew, Marcus Giles, Raphael for call, mm-hmm. you know, all that and Tom Glavin and uh, John Smoltz, John Rocker. He was my all-time favorite, I think. Kind of yeah. controversial. John guy. Rocker's yeah. off his rocker. He was, dude. He was crazy. That's good. But, yeah, they're, you know, Tripper's obviously around all the time. Mm-hmm. Jones is, he comes around quite a bit. So. Yeah. 
getting to be around those guys is pretty. pretty Does he good. still live close to there? Um, I'm not sure. So he just uh, he just sold his house. Like I guess he's been in for forever. I'm not sure. I think he moved not far because right, like yeah. he's still he's still part of the team. Like he's he's around during home series, so oh, he can't, okay. can't be that far. Yeah, that's awesome. I was reading an article this morning talking about you kind of chasing his. You and another guy on the team, I think you got 27 home runs, is that right? Mm-hmm. And he's got 37 or something like that. You guys are going after the 51. Oh, yeah. Matt Matt Olson's definitely yeah. got that one um, yeah. tracking better than I do. He's He actually got 39 now. So oh, uh, he's he's God. rocking and rolling. Yeah, he's already got 100 RBIs, so he's he's wearing it out right now. That's cool. That's cool. No, I, I think uh, like Chipper, he still does um, – is he still doing that? Uh, major league bow hunter stuff or no no so actually um what i've heard is he's he's not doing that anymore he's just doing stuff with with real tree gonna, oh, okay. gonna help a little bit with um you know road trips and 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 that thing so yeah gotcha. i think that's gonna be his, his new 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 go-to now right on right on that's one guy i i don't i don't think i've ever even had a conversation with i've seen him like ata show and stuff yeah. i know like the guys that he used to run around with with matt duff and and uh, Danker and all them boys, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't think I've ever even spoke to Chipper really. Um, what like I know you and Tyler are pretty close, and y'all hunt together a lot. And so, no Nebraska this year or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, no, no Nebraska. Um, Sean's a little upset with me, guy out there. He's yeah. like, you know, uh, <laughs> why aren't you coming back? But I like I said, I got a little one now, so yeah, it's uh trying to stay, you know, just around the house as as much as possible. I'm gonna go down south south mississippi um and, and hunt with uh the small town guys yeah um for for a little bit and then then drive down to the honey break yeah and, and and do that for for a couple of days but other than that just gonna keep it keep it low key keep around the house try to kill try to kill one at home yeah what's the transition into being a dad been like so oh, far? it's been it's been great i absolutely love it he's uh he's 15 months old now so oh, he's, he's running oh yeah he's running around everywhere um just you know learning learning new things he's changing it's like every time i come back from a road trip he's doing something new right um so it's it's crazy i know y'all probably get that you know you oh, especially yeah. be being on the road as much as you are and coming back so it's uh it's fun they were actually in um chicago with us so uh we had an off day so got to spend some time with them do they get to travel a lot with do they travel a lot with you guys or they kind of no they have to they have to do their they they can you know obviously stay in the hotel with us um but they do have to to travel you know on their on their own so i think that's that's mainly probably the biggest reason why they don't come on the road as much is just you know it's a lot on anna yeah trying to keep a um 15 month old on a plane yeah occupied for two hours or so so i totally get that <laughs> like our, our whole like samantha was 50 percent of what i did you know like back before we had kids we just traveled together mm-hmm. and then once you have a kid it's like now it's just not gonna work <laughs> <laughs> like they uh-huh. hate traveling yeah. and like they're just uh and then you have another one and then two more it's just like no way no i try to get samantha to go somewhere and she's like <laughs> <laughs> not a chance right. you know so and then we'll try like she'll forget and like she'll be like i think we can do it and we'll try it and she's like this was no fun at all no, so no. it's that's tough but I, I get staying staying close we don't have that ability really in pa i wish we could kill multiple deer that's why i try to get sam to move to iowa so like we got kansas illinois everything really close yeah. if you pretty much do an entire season right there right with yeah. content but 
not not happening. Nope. Well, her family's like all within five miles. Oh, really? Okay, all, both her sisters and then yeah. their kids and our kids are so close. And then her mom's right down the road. Yeah. And so it's just like. That's you know, why that's like everybody's always asking me. It's like, are you going to, you know, stay in Atlanta part, you know, full time now? It's like no chance. It's yeah. Like we got, we went to the same high school. So her family's there. Mm -hmm. My family's there. Oh, so man. It just makes yeah so much sense to go back there in the off season. For sure. And, and uh you know make that really home base yeah i know like we to i want to dive in a little bit today on some like i know you get asked about baseball all the time and so i do want to talk about baseball a little yeah. bit for sure but i want to dive in a little deeper too with some other stuff but like while we like you were just talking about you guys being like number one team in the, in the league and right now and thinking about world series again you just won a world series a couple years ago and it's something i guess because i grew up playing sports but like now with Landon playing and like being a, like kind of helping coach and stuff just seeing the different attitudes on teams and different personalities of, of even parents and kids and all that and like you being like you guys are like the top like what all these kids are like looking to try to do like what would you say like how how do you guys te keep that team chemistry with so many I guess high profile high level athletes because I know there can be a lot of egos and and like, I guess I've seen it in football too, yeah. being pretty good friends with Ben, like hearing some stories and stuff. It's right. just like people that think they're like the best thing that's ever. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that, one, our our GM Alex Anthopoulos has done such a good guy, good job of is just like getting guys that are one, good players, but two, really good, like good person right yeah um, i think that's what you know the ultimately comes down to like a clubhouse is like yeah. just getting guys that one have the same goal but not are, are selfless enough to just not worry about their own statistical stats of mm. of what they're doing but mm -hmm. as long as we win ball games that's all that matters right exactly. that was one of the questions i had is that, are the coaches looking for like just good talents but great teammates that they can kind of mold or just like no He's he maybe he's not a great teammate, but man, he's. I'm sure like Alex has definitely passed up on like great great players, but just not would not vibe with right. us. Yeah. And I think like going through a 162 games in 190 days, yeah. like, you're around those guys way more than you are with your family. So it's like sure. you definitely have to have those that like that characteristic of of what you know we're looking for that can mesh. And and I think you know going back to your question, I think that's what I think. You know, we were watching the Little League World Series, mm -hmm. or like I guess it's going on right now, and like watching uh, some games on before the game last night. Right. Um, and you know, a little kid like caught a fly ball, and he's just like walking around like you know, big chest. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're. I think just like the yeah. model of like, you know, I know, you know, and it, I'm sure it comes from us of like guys that are just like the showboating and everything. Like mm -hmm. I'm just not a big fan of it, and I think that's, I agree kind of where it's coming from is just like you know they're looking up to us and kids are watching tv and you know you're up eight one and you're pimping a you know a solo homer and, and like really it doesn't mean anything you know personally right. so it's like i think that's where i get a little like i'm trying to be like i want to be as like humble and as like professional yeah. as possible because you know for me this game you know it's you can't take it for granted it'll humble you in a yeah. quick second so um, I think like that's that's where it all kind of for me comes to is just like 
respecting ultimately right. just respecting the game yeah no i agree with that 100 percent. it still makes me cringe because some kids you know like when i was growing up it was like if we did something like that oh no, oh yeah. my god dude. you're my, getting yanked if my coach hadn't done it my dad would have come and dropped 100 off the field you know like it was like hey act like you've been here before no, you no. know but i think you see it a lot with coaches too like my son started playing you know started playing coach pitch this year and all that and it's like some of the kids are good but then you see the coaches like agging on this this whole personality of like, yeah. no, we're good and we know it kind of thing. Yeah. It's just like, man, it's a weird vibe for a bunch of five and six yeah. year olds. I think, and I get it, like the whole thing, have fun. Like, yeah. Mom, yeah. I'm here for it. Right. I think, but I do think there's a, a right way to, to go about. Yeah, it. and I think as a competitor, you have to believe in inside that you're you're the best. Yeah, right? yeah. it's like you're gonna crush it. There's a difference between being confident and being yeah, but just like showboat and stuff. Yeah. It's like it cracks me up. Like there's a kid on there was a kid on Lana's team. It's like. I mean, he usually went like over for like six games, you know, and it's like whatever. We're working through it, you know. And then his team gets ten run. They they get ten run, and he he gets like goes three for three, and all he can talk about is how good he again. You know, it's just like he's telling all his teammates how good he is, yeah. and I'm like, come on, man, yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think it comes from you're right, like the top. I mean, it, and so, but I I think too, like it's maybe the difference in in why you guys are doing so well too is just the team chemistry yeah you know yeah I, could i think it's a big deal yeah totally because totally. i see it even in business and anything like if you get one person that nobody wants to be around involved and like just people are annoyed with all the time it just becomes a cancer to everything just 100 no doubt just spread so you guys have guys in a locker room that'll you know if something starts getting out of line that you just come kind of snatch it up and be like hey i think we have a good mix of of guys where you know there's not just one guy that's just like monitoring the whole clubhouse. It's, you know, we have a ton of, you know, veteran guys from Charlie Morton to, mm -hmm. um, you know, Max Free to Sean Murphy to Matt Olson to Ozzy. Like, we all kind of have that same vision. So it's just like it kind of just like in a silent way, minor, you know, monitors it, itself, which, I, like I said, I think is is a diamond in a rough for, for you know, trying to trying to make it run because when things don't go well, we don't panic. Um, you know, you take it take it for what it's worth, trying to, you know, learn something from it and then, and then move on. Yeah, because yeah. you, like, you obviously had what the coaches were looking for, like great players, you know, a great player, but like a great attitude because, I mean, you got drafted out of high school. So I feel like in order to be drafted that young, like they got to see something like, like there's no question, like what kind of teammate, you know, talent, obviously. But I feel like that doesn't happen a lot, you know, like, or maybe it does, like where guys get drafted right out of high school. There, you know, there's a few every yeah. every year that do get drafted. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I actually was more, guys were looking at me more as a pitcher. Uh, really? As a position player, like two <laughs> no teams. No way wanted me uh yeah as a as a position player it was like the Braves and and I still to this day cannot remember who else was like like hey we we like you as a position player but everybody else wanted me as a um as a pitcher and I absolutely hated pitching I'll go ahead and yeah. tell you right now I hated it so I like right before the draft I actually told my agent now advisor then I was like hey I'm backing out of the draft I want to back out of the draft as a pitcher it's like if I if, if I don't get drafted as a position position player I'll go to Mississippi State and I'll take my chance. No way. Yeah. So wow. Um, Do you have arm trouble? That is commitment. My arm hurt all the time. Yeah. yeah. So it was just like it wasn't fun to me. Right. Like, I just I right. was not having fun out there. And I know. Well, to me in my gut, I was like, 
I'm, this ain't gonna last. Like, right. I'll be working at a desk job in three years if yeah. if I go as a position player, um, just because I elbow hurt, shoulder hurt all the time. Yeah, um, and I just I love to hit, so I was like, hey, <laughs> take a chance. <laughs> it worked. Yeah, it did. So <laughs> it worked. Thankfully, sure. <laughs> outside of being a pitcher, did you care? Like, it was, was it just like as long as I'm not a pitcher, I'll go do whatever. Uh, position wise, yeah. yeah, no, I didn't care. Actually, I did a couple pre-draft workouts as a catcher because um, that's what I initially committed to Mississippi State as as a catcher. Um, yeah, I didn't care. I played out. My I played four games in the minor leagues as an outfielder before I made my debut in like with Atlanta as a left fielder. So like I'd never played. So I just wanted to be on the field. It, that's it, awesome. it didn't matter. Um, which is you know I think I tell guys all the time. It's like don't don't stick to one play it all because you don't know you don't know what your path is right and I, do you think too like on that same line like play all the positions i agree because they all teach you something different too but what about like sports too because there's so many kids now it's like yeah. i'm so focused on baseball yeah and that's it but i grew up playing everything same you know and, and um so i think but it's the same deal like each sport will teach you something different uh, too so i, I think i what... learned the most from football yeah toughness. Just, <laughs> yeah toughness just mental really like mental yeah. toughness i had a, a high school football coach that used to wear me out yeah um that i thought like i said but i i'm those are the days that i missed the most is friday night lights yeah. getting to getting to suit up with those guys um that was that was the best was baseball your favorite uh yeah i definitely loved baseball the the most um but i i I did like football i played basketball like my ninth grade year and then just did football football and baseball the school you were at was it a baseball school or like was it just kind of all around sports or Uh, i would definitely say it was uh we weren't very good at football (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that sounds familiar yeah um (laughs) we weren't very good at football um we did we won a state championship in baseball so i definitely think we i had five guys in my dry or my high school class go d1 uh, holy so we were, pretty, we were, pretty were you guys solid. big like a big high um, school a, 6a so we were pretty, oh yeah we, we were pretty yeah. solid we were 1a i graduated okay. with, so were we i graduated with like 60 people uh, no nah, i didn't do that we had like we had 100 in my class like only 60 of us graduated <laughs> That's crazy. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Um, but we were a basketball. Well, we were basketball and baseball, but our football program was terrible. Yeah. Probably because none of us played after our sophomore year. We all just focused on basketball and baseball. Yeah. So. That's what. We were a baseball great. school. Yeah, we were horrible at football. Yeah. Mediocre at basketball, but yeah. baseball was one. Baseball was it. But well, I never played. We were really like volleyball. Like the girls' Water volleyball was like. They won state every year for whatever reason. Hey, all my girlfriends are always on that volleyball. They're like plastered all over the gym. Same. Like state champion. What volleyball. do you think it is about girls' volleyball? It's like uh-huh. the the poor performing sports always have a great girls' volleyball team. Yeah, I don't know. Like a, our guys' sports program at my high school was never – like in 1988, we went to state in basketball. And then in 96, we went in state in football. And then when we were in – it had been like a decade – since we went to the state and anything until our class came through, and then it was like we were ranked number one in baseball and basketball, but it's the same group of athletes. That Ours is the same. We had. Do you remember Jimmy Gobble? He was a pitcher for Kansas City Royals. I don't remember. It was back in the day, like early 2000s, but he came through to my high school in, in the late 90s, and it was – What was it like playing baseball like when the dinosaurs were here? Well, I never played baseball, <laughs> oh. but uh, you can try that joke again if you want. Were you like scared, like they were gonna come in? No, that's funny. But yeah, I've been trying Aren't to like. You t- older than me? <laughs> I am. Yeah, 
I've been trying to tell Landon that. Like, he wants to play basketball and football and everything, but he's never played any other sport but baseball. But he's only he's 10, but I think he's going to play basketball this oh, year. Heck yeah. I'm, I want him to play football because he's got unbelievable hands. You can tell he's a little nervous about it. Yeah, but I'm like, he's nervous because he's going to get his clock rocked. 100%, you know? yeah. And I'm like, yeah, like it's going to happen. And he's like, maybe next year. Let's do it. Because he's not that – like I've had to really dig to find that switch because he's just a nice kid. You know, Harris is the same, man. And I'm like, he's I need same. you to find another gear where you can yeah. like – be mean you gotta have a little bit of meanness yeah like not that's what i tell maggie i'm, I'm hard on harris because i'm like he's too nice like <laughs> I, he, he's got too much love in his i need him to have a chip on his shoulder <laughs> like he's gotta have a killer instinct and he's got it in there yeah but he just doesn't like to bring it out i like i think i would rather have a kid that's nice and then let him figure out how to flip that switch as the opposite than just straight my second one <laughs> Is mean. He just likes to inflict pain on anybody. Yeah, to survive. Yeah, being the second one. Oh, that's exactly right. It's like Micah <laughs> growing up behind me. He's like, uh, but yeah. So I don't know. I th- I agree with you on all that. I I hope Landon plays. What do you think about the like? Because his son does travel ball. My son just played baseball for the first season this year. And uh, me and my wife, I played college football. She played college soccer. But this is our first time with a kid like doing sports. And it was just kind of mind-boggling of, like, the season was three months, game like four games a week. And this is for a five-year-old yeah. who, if I'm being honest, was horrible. So it was just hard to watch in right. general. Um, but, like, we just was like, why is it so serious? It's crazy at this level. Yeah, no, it, it's I feel like it's – my dad actually coached um, travel ball. Like, obviously, when I was growing up, he coached me. And then he's been doing it, you know, ever since, like, three years ago and he just like it's gotten too much for him i mean yeah. i get it i get it he's like done it for forever but he's like it's just like it's non-stop i mean they're playing almost as many games as we are mm-hmm. uh to to a sense and it's just i don't know it's it's tough because i'm i guess i'm not going through it right now but i do think there's there's i don't know it's a tough answer because it's like you can definitely tell there's like way too much to me like yeah. going on Right. Um, I think. Like it's like your kids are just gonna get burnt out. Oh yeah. Um, I, I think so. I don't know if there's I don't know. It's a it's a it See, is I'm a tough... just saying, because you can tell they're getting burnt out. Like my son finishing a tournament at nine thirty at night on a Sunday, yeah, he was five years five old. Years old. Yeah. That's too much. But then man. at the same time you look at the other leagues in the city that don't play as much or practice as much as they do, and there's like this huge gap gap, gap yeah. of how good our kids are yeah. to those kids. Yeah. So it's like there's obviously a benefit, but right. like so are they going to burn? Happen? Yeah, yeah where, where does that it end? Medium. Yeah, when, I don't know. How old were you when you started playing travel ball? Because when I grew up, it wasn't it wasn't early. Yeah, <laughs> no, I start. I guess start kid pitch at nine, yeah. right? I think that's yeah. when. Yeah, I was okay. But you, how old are you? You're twenty six. So you're you're ten years younger than me. Yeah. So when I was growing up, like we didn't have maybe there was, but in our little town, travel ball didn't start till you were like. I mean, we had all stars. Yeah, but it was just everybody played rec, and then like. When you were when I was like twelve or thirteen, maybe twelve, like literally World Series type stuff. Yeah. Everybody started kind of traveling. But I don't remember playing sports until like third grade. To be <laughs> I honest, I don't remember you. much. The only only remember. I mean, I organized really sports have. though, yeah, like yeah. even kindergarten and all that. I never. Yeah. I, I played. Think I like rambled in basketball, but that was just. 
We knows? had you, you. I think it's you, Triple S A, is what yeah. we had. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if is it still yeah. going on. I mean, that's yeah. still the bats and stuff. Like yeah. Triple S. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we had. And it was like every every weekend the summer we had Snow and Grove Park, like right there in South Haven. It was like we lived there. Yeah. Every every summer, all summers. Yeah, man. I don't know. I I grew up. It was just the only memories I have before ten were hunting. I think. Like, I don't even remember. Like, I played termite football and mid mini mites and midgets and Pee-wee, all the way midgets, through the high way. school. Yeah. yeah. I didn't ever, I never touched a basketball in a, like an organized league until I was a freshman, which was crazy. That's and then my fun. buddies talked me into coming out. And then we, you know, that I fell in love with it. It was my favorite. Basketball was? Mm hmm. Love that. Yeah. I love that. I yeah. love basketball too. Me too. And Landon and like, he wants to play his fall, and I'm like pumped because I loved baseball, and I played every year of my life from T-ball on, and and um, and Landon is great at that. But naturally, just like working with him in basketball, his footwork, like he just gets it. Like he's just long and lanky. Yeah, dude. he's gonna be built like me, just yeah. like long. But he's he's like um, he just got it way quicker than he got baseball. You know, or yeah. he just like like teaching him spin moves and how to feel pressure in the paint and he's just like oh yeah i get that <laughs> yeah right That's you know it. spinning off but it's fun to watch kids are fun man but it's scary it's hard at first because they're so I, I mean i'm speaking from mine like he's so bad at baseball i remember going home my wife being like i can't <laughs> i can't live with this <laughs> you called me dude i called him and was yeah. like what's he supposed to look like at five and i'm like dude he's five just i don't think i can remember him having practice and my wife being there with our daughter and i would I, this which i'm a psychopath clearly but i had to walk away from the practice field and look i was like told my wife i was like i can't watch you this sound anymore. like my dad i can't watch it anymore and i literally got in the car and sat there with the door shut and was just like <laughs> your poor kids out there just learned to walk you can yeah. see mike looking over at me and he's like, he's like where you at what are you, what are you doing where'd, where'd my dad go <laughs> no dude like but about I, midway through the season i stopped taking it so serious i started helping just like manage the yeah. kids and i was like i'll just let them have fun oh yeah like Jax is five he played t-ball this year he's freaking good though yeah because of landon like landon pushed him like landon don't pull any punches with him you know that's one thing about having an older brother right like micah that's why he was quick. so mean like i never i'm not gonna go easy on you i don't care if i got you by five years i'm gonna beat you down until one day i can't do you have siblings mm -hmm. i got an older sister and a younger brother and yeah i'm sure if zach was sitting here my younger brother it'd be like the same conversations yeah he had to grow up quick um, right. you know because like i said it's all good that's who you played with yeah oh yeah it's like hey i need you to i need you to be on my level at, yeah. <laughs> at, at, at three or four like, exactly and like i think like you just progress through all that phase so much quicker because you don't want your big brother to be like just crushing you all the time. Yeah. Right. And cause Landon, they'll play wiffle ball in the yard. Landon's throwing heat to him. Like, like strike out, you know, and Jackson's like, what? Yeah. And then Jax will pitch one. He'll knock it over the trees and just, just run the score up, you know? And I'm like, Landon, Hey man, like maybe take it easy on him a little bit. Right. He's like, he's just, Landon doesn't understand that. He's like, what? It's like not a chance, <laughs> not a chance. But yeah, I I mean it's like hurting cats at five. Like yeah. the t-ball thing is hard to watch, dude. They're like hanging off the fence inside oh, yeah. the dugout, like squirting water over each other. It's like yeah, punching each other. Yeah. It's so funny though. Like it's fun. Chasing, I had zero expectation. Yeah, like Bucking literally just throwing oh, yeah. throwing the ball at each other, throwing gloves at each other, getting stuff out of the trash. It's like like the kids hitting the ball, go then try to field it. Yeah. Like they hit it and then run after it. Yeah. I was like, this is, <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> My son's sitting down in the outfield just like Indian style. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> yeah, but you know what? I mean, most of these kids, I see people like take it so serious. And I mean, even Atlanta's age, 10 years old, you know, they're taking, I mean, we're traveling to Kentucky and like, it's pretty high level baseball for like kids. But none. Of, I mean, some of these kids, like they, or mo- all, all these kids, they ain't hit puberty yet. Like, who, who knows what they're gonna be like, really? Yeah, you know, like strength, sure. power. Like, everybody, I was telling kid's you, not throwing hard enough. I'm like, he's nine. I listened to that David Pollock podcast. I was telling you that where he was like, yeah, we're not gonna focus on this till you like get to high school. Pretty much, he was like, we're gonna do our family thing. We're not gonna take it serious until you get to a serious level. Well, that's cool. Hmm. And that, that was like my shift in perspective. Like, yeah, why am I? Like, he's five years old. Yeah. Just, yeah, just develop. He might want to be in theater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he's anything like his dad, he will be like Glee Excuse or something. Me? Like Glee, <laughs> maybe he'll be like a singer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's important. Like I feel like like our dad was not focused so much in archery. He was very like he was focused on results. Like, but it was more focused on discipline than it was like the outcome it was just like we're gonna put the work in and like he taught us at a very young age like there's no like you're gonna sacrifice when your friends are if you're if you want to do this and you want me to drag you around the country and shoot these tournaments or whatever then you're gonna put the work in and you're gonna Mm -hmm. sacrifice when your buddies are out goofing off like you know there wasn't a lot of being a kid i think growing up but it was a different generation that my dad and probably your dad was raised in too so your dad was your coach right Mm -hmm. was it you that was telling me you said you still talk to your dad during the games like oh after every game yeah we talk just like yeah about the game at bats and everything and and like you said kind of what you just said it's like he was the same way as like when it was time to kind of get serious about it it was like some you know summer trips to the lake with the buddies like that wasn't happening Mm -hmm. um vacations never happened it's yeah. like hey we're gonna like you said if i'm gonna drag you around to all these yeah. things we're we're gonna get serious about it and and you know fortunate enough it it i think in the long run it it, it made a world of a difference for for me for sure uh once i like i said once i got to that point where yeah. i was like i knew i was gonna gonna get serious about what, it. was there a switch where like i guess you or your dad was like no you're you're elevated above what tip what the rest of your you know com- competition is like as far as like when you knew you were good i think it was so i committed to mississippi state my sophomore year of high school um i think it was like that freshman because i started i called for my freshman for the high school team my freshman year and i think that was kind of when i really knew that mm-hmm. you know i had a i had a chance right you know, and pro ball wasn't even in my mind it was more college uh at that point mm-hmm. um i think that's kind of when i knew yeah. um you know i was gonna have a, have an opportunity to to do that yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. I think, um, I mean, before that, really, I mean, it's because there's so many good players that just don't make it, too. It's it's hard to say, like, when you, somebody would be like, I'm, I'm I knew in sixth grade, <laughs> and then the dream was over by the 11th. <laughs> sixth grade, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to the majors, for sure. For sure. First year going to the majors. No. Shoot, I still think I'm like, there's, I may be out of this game in, in no time. Um, it's just part, like I said, that you just don't ever know. Yeah. Um, and how, how old are you? 26. Man. Yeah. But I mean, you just have that thought in the back of your mind. Like if, well, there's like uh, guys are getting drafted every year. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a new crop every year that's coming after your job and it's yeah. like, you got to perform or it's, for sure. it's not, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to happen. Right. Um, 
And I, I think there's there's a saying that's like it's it's easy it's not easy but it's it's easy to get to the big leagues it's tough tough staying you know in yeah. the big leagues and I think that's that's really really true when it comes to when it comes to that and and uh, you know really just like the mindset of of being you know able to you know focus every day and and yeah. and, and and try to try to get some, get a couple. So of knowing times. that, how much emphasis do you put on performance and nutrition, like? Obviously, with these super long seasons, that was something we were talking about, of just like workouts and and nutrition. How important? I think it's huge. It's gotten you know as I've gotten older, I think it's you know it's gotten even more more important. I used to be able to just eat whatever mm-hmm. and and lose weight. Now I've kind of like had to figure out like, hey, I gotta you know, especially during the off season when you know I'm not doing as much, I gotta watch it. And during season, I can really eat whatever. Um, but it's 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 been huge. Um, you know, funny, funny little stat for you. So they banned the shift this year in, mm-hmm. in baseball. Um, and last year in the shift alone from third, like, so I'm from when we would shift, I would go from third base to shallow right field. And just in that alone, I ran 45 miles just in the shift alone. Back Are and you forth. serious? Yeah. Good. Um, and that's like Cam Haynes, who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 45 miles. Like when they told me that, I thought they were like joking because it was like, God. there's no way. Um, but yeah, I've, apparently I did that. So like this year, it's like that's cut out. So it's like those 45 miles. Are, Have you noticed a difference? I'm noticing like how great I feel on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, like my legs feel good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's definitely been a been a huge factor of just like like now that we're getting into August, it's kind of you know it's getting hot. Um, I'm not running around as as much because. Like you said, like that right there, um, like I'm like, it's not just like a jog or anything. It's like a sprint because like our pitchers are like mm-hmm. trying to stay in rhythm and yeah. keep them in rhythm and, and be, you know, they don't, you don't want them waiting on you. So it was like, I would like sprint over there and then it's like two pitchers later, I'm sprinting back. Yeah. <laughs> like sitting over there at third race. I'm like, I don't know if this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, they, they banned it now. So I'm, I'm kind of. Well, you got to stay on the side. You have to be two on each side of the Two second, on each. Right? Yeah. Two and each. you can't be in the outfield, mm-hmm. right? No, you can't be a, not a foot in the, in the grass. Yeah. So it's just like it's it's brought back like the athleticism of yeah. of like positions. So yeah, I kind of I kind of like. Do you guys is is it on you to have your own nutrition and like workouts, or does the team provide all that for you? So guys? the team does provide that. So they actually have a nutritionist on staff, which like does all our meals, like breakfast, um, you know, lunch, dinner, um, what whatever. They they do a really good job, and then we we have strength guys that um, you know I try to get in. So basically, my routine is like. Every second ser- every second day of the series, I-, I get some sort of lift in. So it's normally about three to four times a week as I'm doing doing something. Whether it's a, you know, one day it's actual weights, and then the second you know second lift is is some sort of like med ball, like just some something to kind of get the the body going. Right. Huh. Did you did you lift in high school pretty seriously? Oh yeah. Yeah. It was like well, that's kind of going back to the football coaches. Yeah. Like he was he was crazy, and you know, it was like squat you know power clean bench yeah. you know back to back to back same day it's like <laughs> well, dude, we were, we were watching for videos of you in high school and we both i was I like was God, fat, he's dude. a big boy yeah yeah i was fat i um, just strong dude yeah, Freaking. Was, um but i've you know like i said is um yeah for sure lifting a ton of weights in, in high school like i said our, our high school football coach made us yeah we have early early workouts for before school and and everything yeah I, we were talking earlier about like um, not going like with your buddies to the lake and sacrificing and all that. I remember being a kid and just 
just being like devastated too. So mad. <laughs> so mad. Like you feel like you're missing out on everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it was cool because like dad had this, like he could see it, you know, and he, he pushed me hard. Like I feel like some kids, like you got to know your kid too. Yeah. I feel like every kid's so different. Like you push oh, yeah. some kids that hard, they're just going to stop. They don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. But like I wouldn't quit. And it was like, but now, like looking back, I'm like so thankful for that because that like those struggles and like we didn't grow up with money, really. I mean, we never went hungry or anything like that. My dad was in construction, so but like they sacrificed a lot. And as no a doubt. kid, you don't really realize, you know, I'm not the only one sacrificing here. Like, yeah. there's all their spare time is going into this. You know, they see potential somewhere. Oh yeah. You know, and I, I remember standing there watching Randy Ulmer and Jeff Hopkins and all them shoot, and Dad looking down. And he's like, "One day you'll stand right there and beat them." And I was like, "As a kid, you're like, what?" You know, but it was. I remember all those sacrifices and struggles and things like that's kind of what sparked that dream for me too. And that's one of my biggest fears as a parent. And I don't know if you feel that way too, but it's like we have the ability. And I don't know what your childhood looked like. I have the ability to like give my kids a, a different life than what I grew up with. And it's like, they don't, I mean, I was out throwing rocks and hitting them with a bat and, you know, like yeah. just didn't have, and like they got batting cage in their backyard in it. But it's like, man, like where do I draw the line? Because I feel like if a kid doesn't have some struggles or like how do we spark that dream? Yeah. You know, as a parent, how do you, because I see so many and we're not rich by any means. I'm just saying it's a different look than what I grew up with. You know, all I did was dream as a kid. Yeah. You know, and it's like all I did was sit and think about, oh man, one day I'm going to do this and I want to do this. But I feel like some kids that have everything handed to them, it's like they never have to dream about Mm-mm. anything. And so I think they lose that ability and to do that. And I, I'm that's my biggest fear as a parent. It's like I want to give my kids a great life, but how do I? Yeah. You know, how do I keep them just like let them struggle enough to still dream and know how yeah. to dream, right? Yeah. The accessibility to stuff is just so much like you're talking about hitting, you know, rocks with a, a bat or something. I, my, my basketball goal at the house, my dad had built for us and it was 10 foot at one at one section where it was flat. But then the rest of the court was a slope. <laughs> so by the time I got to the end of the court, it was like, you know. 10 9 or something yeah but to me it was like it was the coolest thing ever and i, I literally went out there every single day in practice yeah and would do whatever um but now it's like my son it's like well he's got to have this he's got to have that we got to do this and oh he's in baseball season we got to buy all these things mm-hmm. and bring it to the house mm-hmm. and no, no it's I just a different totally life. like what you said is like picture perfect of like kind of what i you know i have that fear too because yeah. like you said i grew up and didn't have didn't have a whole lot like yeah. you said didn't starve but you know it was you know, I was borrowing baseball gloves from guys and using it during season. And, and, you know, when we went on the road trip, it was like, you know, we were, you know, it was just like, Hey, we'll, you know, we'll eat this and then, you know, that, that'd be about it. And, and, you know, luckily enough, I had, you know, my grandparents and stuff that helped also. Um, but it is, like I said, it's like that fear of like, yeah. you know, how to, cause I think it did spark me. It was like, Hey, I'm, a, you know, I want to, you know, ultimate goal for one of my biggest goals in, in my baseball, you know, career was, you know, setting my parents up for, you know, you know, retirement and not, have, yeah. you know, have them to have to worry anything. Cause like I said, to see what they went through mm-hmm. to provide for me and give me all that, that was, that was kind of like the coolest yeah. thing now looking back and one of the most things I appreciate the, the most. Yeah. And um, I, I think it's possible. I, I don't think, cause I see guys, 
I mean, there's a kid just as an example, Lincoln Tap in the hunting industry, young kid that his family is just, I mean, they got planes and, you know, very well off family, but like he's talking to this kid, kid I mean, he's just respectful and just dreams and yeah. just chases it and yeah. grinds. And I'm just like, man, like they did it right, yeah. you know, but like, I feel like just handing your kid everything he wants is a, is like, that can just be a nightmare, you know? And so yeah, it's like, <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's keep a scary humble. thing, <laughs> right? Yeah. Keep them humble and keep them hungry. Like just make them see it too yeah. you know like and that's that's what i want for a kid like there's no handbook on being a parent yeah. you know and so it's like gosh my biggest fear one day is like look back and be like man i totally messed that up somehow yeah you know and do you think you're parenting like your dad parented you i see my dad and myself sometimes for sure i'm not as um and i think it's just kind of generational thing like his dad showed like his dad was really rough like bootlegged you know white lightning and you know, just in the war and just a, just a rough guy. And then, um, dad was not like that, but dad was very, it was like tough love, hard discipline, but he always wanted me to know he lo like, he told me he loved me all the time. And like, I mean, it wasn't like I had a bad childhood. I had a great childhood, but it sure. was like very yeah. strict, a very disciplined environment in my house, you know, like, and like, we were very like faith oriented, you know, church every Sunday, every Wednesday, you know, and it was just like very structured. You know, there was no, well, not a lot of playing around in my house, you know, as, as we're growing up. I can remember my dad fussing at me and my mom being like, it's not playtime. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> not for you, but it is for us, buddy. Yeah, you know, my dad still, I think, has trouble having fun. Yeah, same. Because he works so much. Mm -hmm. Like, he just doesn't, like, we fished, and, like, where we had fun together the was hunting. And that was, like, my mine and my dad's, like, time to have fun. And, like, all of us, really. Like, that's the only time I've seen, like my dad really let loose and just like have a great time, yeah. you know, but still to this day, I took him on an elk hunt and like he killed an elk. And like, as soon as he's at the fun's over, he's like, man, I need to be working. I, you know, it's like, he can't just like, I'm like, Turn dad, just relax. Yeah. You know, I just love to see him be able to just relax. But I think he was so had to grind so hard and, and the, the construction to, to provide for his family. It just is programmed in to like, feel like he's, you know, go, go, go. Feel like he's got to go work, yeah. you know, even though all his kids are, are moved out now, it's just him and mom, you know, he's still got that. Ah, if I, if I, I'd love to be there. I just, I'm working, you know, mm -mm. it is funny. The older I get, my wife always, every time we leave the house, like we'll go up, see my parents and leave. My wife's like, you are your father. Yeah. And it's just like the older I get, the more I leave and I'm like, I think it's I am. the look that I give that I'm like, oh my God, it's my dad. <laughs> like, cause I remember the look, uh -huh. like I could be in an archery tournament and dad was never that way around with sports cause he didn't really play a lot of sports. So he was just there for us yeah. in sports. But in archery, it was like, that was our thing. And like, that was what we took serious. You know, like this is not playtime. This we're not here for second place. Like yeah. you look our, over and you're just getting that like, Oh, he had his arms crossed. And if I missed the shot, it was this. <laughs> you know and i can feel myself on first base like coaching landon's travel games and like he'll go down looking or something and he's walking the dugout and i'm just like terrible decision <laughs> you know and i'm like oh my god I just snap out of it because i remember that look and like that feeling inside mm -hmm. as a kid like oh i just totally let my dad down bad and so i'm trying to like with landon i'm like hey man like you see me look like frustrated 
I was like, I just want you to know I'm not mad at you. I'm not frustrated at you. I'm like with you. Like I feel it for you. Like I don't want you to strike out. And like you're a smart kid and like I try to tell him like I'm I'm never gonna be mad at you for striking out. I say let's make good decisions. decisions. Right? Mm-hmm. Like let's not let's not get behind in the count if we don't have to. Let's not go down looking on you know, on a fastball, you know, down the middle. Like let's make good decisions. if you you know. And like he's like, yeah, okay, because I can tell like he gets tears in his eyes because I'm over there just like, God, oh, because you remember as a kid, you're like, he hates oh, yeah. me. How are we going to yeah, recover yeah. from this? Yeah, yeah. we're exactly. never going to, we're never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> can't, can't wait to get in the car after the game. Oh my, yeah. oh my silence God, the worst car rides. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember them totally. I think I seen something the other day. I was listening. It might have been a podcast you were on. I was listening to, but it was talking about. They they did a study and asked the kids the worst part of baseball and they said it was the car rides home. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Any the worst sport. part of any sport. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, you have a bad game. I can remember just being like, I'm still. Yeah, I'm still to this day. I'm like, my dad's not even in the car, but I'm like, I know I got a call and I'm like dreading this. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm, one of the best players in the in the MLB. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Yeah, I'm like, I just don't really want to talk baseball right now. Yeah, same. It's like, same. but you know, it's like that's that's our click that's yeah. what we do and and you know it's it's fun just getting to talk to him because you know he's like well you know the funny i always mess with him i'm like because you know you're not trying to strike out you're not trying to take a fastball down mm-hmm. the middle you're not trying to right, yeah. make that error and and he's always like you know why why why'd you swing at that i'm like <laughs> dad i'm just you know i'm not not sure why he's like well i just you know just don't do it. Okay. I won't. I won't. I'll try not to. Like, and that's, yep. that's so funny because we, you know, that's like I awesome. said, it's, it's, it's literally like the same because like we can have the same conversation seven days a week about the same thing. And it's like that's still the same conversations yeah. that we have, you know, 10, 12 years yeah. ago. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. And it's like, I think it's so funny. I don't think it'll ever change. And I didn't really understand it until I was a dad. Like watching my kid like start to play sports and like become good and see his potential and it's like, it's not even about me because I used to be like, why is my dad so stressed about this? Yeah. You know, it's that I'm stressed. I want him to have a like hundred. I want it for him. Yeah. Like, you know. But it's like there's a balance there for sure. And still to this day, like my dad kind of flipped around. Like when I was eighteen, nineteen, and started doing it as a job and started winning and like proved myself like that I was good enough at the top of the shooting game it was like he never really like he'll still say little things like you know what do you think like what were you looking at on that one or what were you seeing you know or if i make a stupid decision in a shoot off or something or like because i'm very risky and like i'm gonna go for it like shoot at 14s whatever and he's like ah man i just feel like it could have been different if you would have played that little safer or maybe smarter you know and i'm like yeah probably but it's that's about <laughs> it you know where as a kid it was like this is going to be a about a week long lesson coming up, you know, when I get home, like some practice is going to change. Like we're going to strategize different, but now like I'm thinking, Oh, he's over it. Like he's just mellowed out. And then I talked to my mom. She's like, uh, no, like he's punching a wall. He's, <laughs> he's like, he's like Funny. still very invested in how this is going, you know? So, um, dad's not gonna like that at all that i just said that but it because he's like oh no you know but he's just oh, yeah, he's he so cares soft. Yeah. you know mm-hmm. he cares but he's definitely mellowed out um I, I try to take a lot of what my dad did with my kids too because a lot of it i'm really thankful for like mm-hmm. the discipline and the work ethic but i remember how some things felt as a kid too that i don't think he meant to 
for them to feel that way, like the look. And I try to explain it a little bit to my kids and let them understand I'm, I'm with you. Like this is like, I'm here for you and with you. It's not about me being mad at you or anything like that. Well then also there's a lot of times I've learned as a parent too, like thinking back situations with my dad and me having situations with my, my son now is like the situation was never that big. Yeah. You know, in my head I was like, Oh my God. I've just embarrassed the family. I can't be <laughs> part of this anymore. And uh, but it was it was really like like yeah. now I'll get mad at my son and that I'll get mad at myself. I mean, and my son thinks I'm mad at him. Yeah. Because yeah. like I'll say something the wrong way or the wrong because I know like you said there comes a point when it just starts shutting off. Yeah. And I know that like, I've pushed that and I'm sitting there literally aggravated at myself and he thinks I'm mad at him. Right. And it just like keeps getting worse to where like a lot of times it's never really that big a deal. Me and my wife will, will laugh all the time like we'll fuss at our kids or something and the second they turn around we're like laughing with each other like Can right. you believe he just said that? Yeah. And it's like back in the day when I was a kid I would walk to my room being like I'm never going to eat like, again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. Oh, yeah, that's that the word. Feeling. <laughs> I'd rather you be mad, you know, I'd rather you be mad. I don't want to disappoint you, you know. With like I see it too now, like Landon's starting to be hard on himself. And now I'm like having to like be the opposite. Like where I'm like, I feel like he, once that it's like, bro, changes, chill out. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that kind of changed with my dad too. Once he saw me like take it serious and like, okay, he kind of backed off a little bit too. But it was, he, I think he just wanted me to see the vision too. And, and then once you see that, I think as a parent, you can kind of back away. And once they, you know, you've instilled that discipline and obviously Landon's only 10 and he may quit baseball in two years and be, you know, doing something completely different, but it's, it's not even about that. And I told him, I said, when we put this bat in cage in, I said, look, I'm not, I don't want you to think this, I have any plans for you or yeah. like, this is literally a place for us to spend time. And like, if you, this is what you love. I just want you to learn the the value of, like putting in work, mm. you know? And so that's really all I want to instill in any of my kids. It's not about making it somewhere or any, anything like that. I just want them to understand like, Hey, like, like you have, to, if you want to, if you have a dream, you have to sacrifice for yeah. it, you know? Yeah, no doubt. But what do you, what do you think about work-life balance? Cause I know you travel, you travel, we all travel, everybody in the room travels a ton. Mm -hmm. So that's something you and I talk a lot that I think we both struggle with or all three of us struggle like with, with family with, and with family. Yeah. But also we were talking yesterday, going out and doing your thing and grinding. Cause I think it's important for my kids to see me like going to do something yeah. and, and, and being good at it and trying hard. But we, we were curious, like with you traveling so much, like, is there a such thing as work-life balance to get to a certain level? Um, I don't, I definitely think you, you know, you have to, you have to have, and I'm sure you guys have that one. It's just like, you have to have that certain partner that just like is, yeah. is there for you. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what, you know, my wife, Anna has, has made, you know, so many sacrifices of just, you know, she literally picked up from Mississippi, moved to Atlanta and was just like, Hey, you know, let you, you know, let me go live my dream. Um, and I think that's, that's really the balance mm -hmm. for, for me is just like, you know, and I have to, you know, cause I love to hunt in the off season. So yeah. it's like, I have to, you know, kind of make smart decisions on when I travel or how much I travel, um, in the off season. Um, so I think it's just like that, that communication that, you yeah. know, we, we, we have, you know, I think we have pretty, pretty good. It's just, you know, 
not letting it you know i know for me it's like i i hate confrontation so like i like when it comes to like like hey i'm gonna go hunting and then you know it's like um you know you could tell that she doesn't you know really want me to and then it's like then we got you know we start building that tension and i don't want to talk about it <laughs> and then we just kind of like go you know it's just kind of going for it um yeah you know from from like that side so it's like that's that's really like been the biggest balance um extracurricular that yeah stuff. the extra stuff yeah. um for me is like what what's been the the show because like i said she gets the baseball stuff like mm -hmm. there's nothing like it's it's you know it's a sport it's we play i play a game but it, yeah. it ultimately at the end of the day it's a job okay. um and and you know it's, it provides for us so that's she gets that um i think it's like you said it's that extracurricular mm -hmm. when when i because i love i think the biggest thing reason why i love to hunt is just like to decompress like get yeah. in the woods and like you know just kind of like chill yeah um so i think that's like been the biggest biggest um you know, adjustment that we've, we've had to had right. to make. Yeah. I, I think I'm glad you answered it that way because I don't, you know, I, to be at your level at something and, and to be truly great, I don't know that there's a good balance. Like no. you have to be obsessed with something, yeah. you know, but I think the, it's impossible to almost do that. I think once you have a family to like grind enough to be there, but like, I think you have to do that at a young age to get to that level and then like the maintaining that grind mm -hmm. then you can bring a family into that kind right. of like what you right. did and what you i said, did having the right partner spouse 100 like, yeah like maggie never says anything about me being yeah. gone she just yeah. kind of takes over and, and does the thing with the kids and i think helps them realize like no he's got to go for a reason because now my son's getting old enough to where literally coming up here he's like i don't yeah i don't want you to go and i'm like but i gotta go make money he's like yeah. i got money i don't i don't need <laughs> things and i'm like <laughs> That's tough. I wish you had. I wish you had money. Yeah. I would just stay here. But you know, when I'm gone, my wife tells me what I'm going on. We, we Facetime, see each mm -hmm. other all the time, and do I think all that. Facetime has been a huge thing yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like being able, because I know for me, Eason, um, he's now like able to kind of understand what Facetime is. Like, he yeah, obviously can't talk or anything. Yeah. But it's like you know, when I get on there, and it's like we have our couple things that we say, and he gets excited, and it's like that's. You know, that kind of makes my day Heck for yeah. sure. So yeah. it's like, you know, like I said, that's FaceTime's been huge for, yeah. for being on the road. No doubt. I remember, like, because when they're a baby, like, real, real young, like, when Lana was born, I was like, this isn't too bad. But then once they start missing you and, like, mm -hmm. like yeah. crying it's when poor, you walk out the door. Poor, you got to sneak out. Yeah. Oh, it's Ugh. the worst, man. Last year on a hunt, like, Land, me and Landon and Jax, so like, Landon's 10, Jack's 5. It's like, we're, we're best buds, you know. And it's like, I've had to really explain to them why i have to leave because every time it's like why do you got to go again you know yeah. it's like i just don't want you to leave and like landon will wait up and cry and like last year i was going on a hunt somewhere and like we were we like had been home for like two weeks and we just been spending every minute together and then like i'm like i'm packing i can tell he's just like gosh and then he like tried to hold it together and like i hug him and i'm like i'll be back in a week you know and I'm driving down the driveway and just happen to look at my rear view and he's running down the road crying, chasing the truck. And I'm like, <laughs> slam on the tough. brakes. And like, we're remodeling the house. So George, the construction guy's up there, one of our buddies, but he watches me run back and Landon jumps in my arms and like, he's crying. I'm just holding him and George is crying and Samantha's crying. I mean, it's just like, it's a really tough thing, yeah. you know? And like, Samantha's been amazing because she had dreams too you know mm -hmm. and then once we had kids and the, my career started to kind of take off she just totally was like this you know like i understand like i want i'm gonna be a mom and i'm gonna be here and i'm gonna hold everything down 
while you do your thing, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, we have tough conversations still, yeah. you know, about it because I am crazy. I'm just like, cause there's no off season for me really. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it tough yeah. too. Is like, I go straight from tournament season into hunting season. And, and, um, while I love hunting more than anything, um, and would try to do as much of it as I could. It's, it is my job too. So it's like, I don't know. I haven't figured that balance out very yeah. good, but if it wasn't for Samantha, I'd be like lost. Yeah. Like if she gave me a hard time about it, every time I left, it'd be like, I don't know what it would be tough. Be a nightmare. Yeah. So back to the extracurriculars and like you, you hunted, how did you get in? Like, have you always hunted? Yeah. So I've, so I, my dad, like growing up, my dad, lived in arkansas so like duck hunting was his mm. like, okay he used to you know I, I duck hunt a little bit in the off season but he's like all oh, duck hunting and what it used to be he's like i used to wake up every morning i'd kill me a lemon of mallards and i'd go to school and i'm like that's nice i wish i could do that right um but the deer hunting i think my my uncle heath really introduced me into that especially bow hunting okay um so i'd like grow up you know he lived in winona mississippi which is like an hour from my house and once I kind of like started like understanding bow hunting and hunting really is like, that's all they did. So it's like every weekend I was like, mom, can I go stay with my uncle Heath? Can I go stay with my uncle Heath? Um, so he really introduced me to like the true love of like archery right. and, 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 you know, chasing whitetails and everything. And, and I absolutely love to love to do it. Um, and, and that's kind of, kind of where it came from. And, and, you know, I, I actually wanted to ask you a question. It's like, cause I'm, I have the worst like target panicking. Like yeah. I'm ev- like ever. Um, and it's funny. It's like, my uncle is like, welcome to the party. Yeah. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm, I call myself slap shooter. Cause it's yeah. like, it's, it's bad. Um, and like my uncle and I joke about it, you know, growing up because obviously he has, um, he has two sons and you know, when he would do it, when we would shoot like his sons, he would like, I'm not kidding, smack them over the head with an arrow. Like whenever yeah. they were, and like, he like obviously didn't do that to me cause I'm not his son, but it's like looking back, I'm like, dang, if you just smack me a couple times over the yeah, head, right. <laughs> I wouldn't be like dealing with this. Yeah. Um, that makes it not fun. Yeah. It makes it hard to, because I've been through it. Like target yeah. panic. It's the worst. I've gotten like, I have my like little thing that I do that like gets me through it. But it's like, as far as like, Cause I like creep over and oh, I yeah. just touch it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> touch it I've got, off. Yeah, I've gotten and I like I said I can I can shoot with it, but it's like as soon as I like try to like put it on there, it's like it's not yeah. happening. The only it's, thing that helped me was because I had the same thing. I had to quit shooting for months, right? Because I, I was calling him, calling Andy, because I it got to where I literally couldn't shoot. I mean, I was just like sending stuff. Yeah, off. I'd hit the boat trailer, hit the fence. I was just like letting it go. So I was like, this is not for me anymore. Uh, you know, I'm gonna kill somebody, and uh, but then I got a back tension release, yeah, and that that's fixed it. Like, it's that movement; it just kind of eases your mind because your body, like Joel Turner. Have you ever heard of Joel Turner? I have, yeah. So he's got. He was the first person to really explain it to me. Where I understood, I always knew how to fix it, but I never understood why it was fixing it. And it was like your. It's just your mind hates surprises, and so. If you're aiming and just squeezing, 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 your body knows like it's about to go off, uh, and it's yeah. like it's like that. It's like I don't want to be surprised with this explosion of the bow going off, and so you just like if you time it, you're like I know, like I know when it's going off, and yeah. it's not a surprise anymore. And so that's why with a hinge, you have that movement, so you're constantly moving it, and it's like 
And like I did a seminar long, years ago with Nathan Brooks and he explained it like, if you're standing on top of a roof and you got to get to the, to the ground and there's no stairs with a trigger release or a button release, it's just a hard like stop. You just have to decide to jump at some point, you know, but with a hinge that has that constant movement, it's like a slide to the bottom. It's just way easier for you to like, not have to be like now, yeah. you know, you're just like, Oh, get on the slide and go down. So I think a hinge is a great tool and like to train with. I don't know if you ever shot a back tension. Or... I haven't. Like you said, if I didn't, if I had a trailer or, or a boat trailer, I'd probably be. <laughs> Shooting I, luckily, I have wood, so like my neighbor's probably got a couple arrows in his yeah. tree. Um, I, 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 I literally had the neighbor mow his yard and then drive down on his lawnmower and was like, I think this is yours. <laughs> and then was like, I'd appreciate it if you'd stop shooting towards the house. Love that. I was like, I'd appreciate it if you'd shut up. It's not mine. You don't know what I, yeah, I was like. My dog carried that up there. He lives like three acres back and it's like, no, it did. My dog's never been up there. Yeah, anyway. I think I bet within a day, like if we just spent some time like doing some drills, you would did you bring a bow? No. Yeah. What's your draw length? Twenty nine. Yeah. We we could we need a just one day we day. need to just spend a day. I'm down for it. Yeah. I'd love to fix it. We'd fix it. Um again, I'll fly I'm gonna fly Joel in anyway. I'm gonna talk to him, try to get him on podcast. It'd be cool to do like a just an entire uh, you know, video on it too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think ninety nine percent of bow hunters 100. have it mm -hmm. and they don't even know it yeah. that mean most of them are taught that way just put the pin on it and touch the trigger yeah, yeah. that's kind of how i grew up yeah it's like i i it was more of like self-taught right um and that's what just kind of felt good right yeah i mean but everybody and honestly guys i compete against are, that still do it are incredible at it but they control it yeah. which is wild to me i don't have that mind like you have to have a certain type of personality, I think, to be able to know you're going to punch a release, draw it back, and be that precise with it, and just just. But I think it's the the problem with it is it's the most accurate way to shoot if you can control your mind. Did you ever struggle with it? Oh yeah, I've struggled with it. I won professional events struggling with target panning, but I hated the way it was not fun. Like I remember, so I won my first professional event when I was 18 and I was in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. And um, then I got crushed at the next one and then went to Augusta and won that with target panic punching like in the finals. And I always had situational target panic. When I was a kid, I had it in spouts where it was just practice tournaments. I had it. But as a professional, I've had it situationally where the like once that really got intense and it was like down to the end and I felt the nerves and my pen wouldn't sit still and then I would be like boom you know yeah. and I'm like no it's back <laughs> you know <laughs> like and so I, we were talking about this this past weekend um Paige Pierce was making fun of me again because we were in Vegas several years ago and I struggled with it there quite a bit because it's like the high pressure like can't miss like if you miss you're out like and you shoot for days and it's like at the end of three days, whoever hasn't missed, they take you, you go to the finals and shoot off like 120 grand. And so it was like, it's a very gut-wrenching like atmosphere. Like people are throwing up in trash cans and stuff, you know? And so like, it was my 90th arrow, the last arrow to make it in. And I haven't missed. 
and I am like inside is like it's turning. It's screaming, yeah. you know. And Joel Turner explains it like you have to learn how to walk slowly through a house that's on fire because that's really in your mind. That's kind of like I got to run through this and hurry it up. And so I'm like 90th arrow. I got this light thumb button. I can feel my hands starting to quiver, and I'm like staring at the center. Like if I, I like I gotta hit it. And like I started kicking my feet because I can feel target panic like crawling up on me. Like I, that's how real it was. And I'm like kicking like each foot, like sh like I'm shaking something off. <laughs> and I just pull back and poof, just stuffed it. And I'm like, oh, thank God, you know, walk off. And I didn't realize there was like a hundred people that were just watching me because I was like one of the few on that line that were still clean and afterwards they were like what were you doing like you were kicking your feet i said i was beating those demons down dude I, <laughs> they were trying to crawl up my leg and i was like not today not satan today. like no way dude i mean it was like that's how real target panic mm -hmm. is like it will get you and once it's on you like it takes some time to, yeah. to beat it do you get like that with baseball and swinging um every now and then yeah every now and then like like you said kind of like those big big moments like yeah. it's like because I have like a little sway in my my swing it's like I can feel it in my like left leg it's like when I start to sway that little leg is kind of tremble tap a little bit and I'm like all right let's let's figure it out yeah um but yeah like you said it's it's the big moments it's like I said it's whenever you're it's that self that self you know story that you're building you know in in that moment yeah um and it's like that's that's where um i've actually talked with a guy that's like how do you create those stories to like your perspective versus like what everyone else is like mm -hmm. trying to build and i've tried to like you know coordinate that with you know shooting a little bit um yeah. it's like just trying to build a different story to where it kind of calm calms those nerves how do like walk us through that i guess like we talk about building that story so it's like you know like you got, like you said, it's bottom of the ninth, three two, bases loaded. It's like what whatever kid dreams about. It's like you got sixty thousand fans like going nuts. It's like that whole story is like just building like just straight adrenaline nerves. But it's, it's like how do you create? How do you take that those nerves and that energy and create it to a story? It's like you know, for for me, it's like okay, it's like the preparation I've built you know that i've done the the hard work that i've done in the cage it's like i've tried to focus it on that i deserve to be standing here yeah right right mm -hmm. it's like i was you know i've i've put in you know endless hours to now it's like now that energy kind of shifts and it's like yeah. now i kind of calm myself down focus um that's kind of like that story that i'm trying trying to paint yeah, yeah. um that's just, interesting for sure i love that like because this whole like this podcast name is manimal mindset podcast and this quick backstory like i got the nickname animal i don't call myself that at all but it's the yes, mind yes he does <laughs> i would never say that but i think the mindset like mm -hmm. the the way you attack big moments is really the whole premise on this whole thing and so like i'm very interested in that because it's very similar to like i think any kind of sport or competition because people get crushed by those moments right like sometimes career ending yeah you know sure. like they see that failure and they can never see anything else. Mm -hmm. And so to me, it's very important to focus on what I want to happen yeah. rather than like what could happen. Yeah. And and that's where I find myself when I'm struggling in big moments like that. It's like if I start focusing on what could go wrong, 
here or what people are thinking or anything like it's it's never good so i'm i'm curious to know if it's similar oh like, it's 100 percent similar yeah. it's it's kind of like you said it's that it's the the adrenaline the mm-hmm. the moments that you create it's you know i've and i think that's why I, the back to the, like the target panel i get so frustrated with it it's yeah. like because it is like in the box it's like it's that same mindset it's yeah. just like how do i you know, essentially beat it to yeah. where it puts you in a place that's calm, relaxed. Cause that's like I said, when you're at your best when yeah. you know, when you are calm, relaxed, when you get tense and everything, swing breaks it down. Right. Um, I'm sure like mechanics of, you know, shooting a bow, yeah. they break down. Yeah. Um, so it's like that constant battle. And, and, you know, when, when I take, take for instance, it's like guys in scoring position. It's like when I, do struggle with that it's normally like you said it's it's your you're like all right if i don't get this in you know my team i let my teammates down i let yeah. my you know my right. coaches down I let my fans down yeah um versus it's like when things are going well it's like you're in a sense of a flow of state of right like, you know you know i'm feeling good i'm feeling sexy you know yeah. i'm better than this picture um that kind of sense so yeah it's it's kind of cool to cool to relate to to going back and forth of yeah it is i mean it's just i think it's like that mindset is so important too and i because i watch guys on my end and, and i'm sure it's the same in every sport but they have the ability like you're as good as anybody that lives physically mm-hmm. to stand there and shoot arrows but in big moments they just go away yeah you know it's like they can't put it together the steps to just let themselves be good yeah. you know because all they can focus on is what not to do and it's kind of like that skiing analogy if you're skiing down a mountain like don't hit the tree don't hit the tree don't hit the tree boom you hit the tree right yeah so you got to like focus on what where you want to go instead of like what not to do mm -hmm. don't strike out don't yeah don't strike out next thing you know you punched out three right (laughs) (laughs) been there (laughs) (laughs) because i mean obviously you don't want to strike out no but you it's like almost like you have to train your mind to focus like so now for me i really struggle with this early on not so much in in the 3D world because there's so much strategy, but like in the spot world where you just there's nothing to think about. Yeah. You just stand there and shoot a target. So when there's nothing for my mind to to grasp, it automatically goes to like, don't screw this up. I mean, it's literally like I can hear the voice like, yeah. everybody's watching. You know, it's like you're shaking. Like, ooh, look at your hand shaking. You know, and it's like, shut up. Yeah. You know. And so, like, now I've learned, like, as soon as I start to feel that, I instantly go into, like, that. That's what you said I'm on podcast. Where it's like you only think about, you're here for one reason. Yeah. Because we were talking about that. Like, I was saying, do you think people elevate because of the pressure? Like, everybody's looking at me. I've got right. to do this thing. Or do you think that crumbles? I mean, you said, I think that crushes them to where my mindset's, I'm here for one reason. Yeah. This is what I've got to do. This is what success looks like. Just do it. Yeah. I think if you can learn to embrace that feeling, like, that's miserable. Like, it's a miserable feeling of pressure. If you can learn to be like, yeah, like, this is what I've been working for. And just that attitude of almost like, I'm about to crush this, you know. Even if you don't, like, believing that is like, not just saying it, but actually believing it is the really hard part. Right. Um, But, like, I've just seen it happen to so many people. And there's so, so, like, few people that whenever, like, those moments get big, big, that actually perform better. But some guys actually like dig in and do better the higher the stakes. And like, I'm so like, and you're one of those guys, you know, I feel like they just, just have that right mentality that come in in those big moments and come through. 
and in my game there's like very few that like as the pressure gets higher they get better and unfortunately i'm getting beat by one right now like pretty regularly dan mccarthy like it's just frustrating but it's impressive yeah, yeah. you know like this past weekend you hit i hit four out of five in the final then he beats me it's like <laughs> i don't know what else i'm supposed to do here you know like yeah. i'm doing everything that ever worked before but right i think right. It, the m mental side of sports is very cool to me yeah you know and uh that's kind of like what, what I try to work on with Landon a lot too. It's like not the results. Let's just have a great mental approach to this, you know, because I've just seen it help me so many times. And people are like, how'd you hit that? And I'm like, I wished it in there. Like, <laughs> literally. I have no idea. Right. You know, I don't yeah. know how. I just, it just happened. Yeah. No. I just wished it so hard that it found where it was supposed to go, I guess. Mm -hmm. you know? And I think, too god has just had such a big hand in my life too just looking back you know and like yeah. having that to always lean on like the faith side of it yeah. has always helped me too mentally no doubt it's just like i'm going to do everything i can but at the end of the day this is not in my hands no. anyway right no so and i'm curious I, I don't know we've never talked about faith or anything no, i'm same way it's like yeah. you know kind of in the box too it's like hey you know god i'm <laughs> i'm you know I'm fighting myself right now. Right. Like I, you know, the outcome, it's like, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Um, you know, I just thankful to be in this moment. Yeah. More, more or less. So it's, uh, you know, he, he does, I think he does wonders, um, without us even, For sure. even knowing. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it definitely is a, you know, a place that I, I try to go to when, yeah. you know, good times and, and obviously the, the, the bad times. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, it's like, it's hard because I'm the type of person that wants to take control of every situation. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I can do the work. I can, you know, I'm going to stand here. I'm going to dig in. But, like, he has so many times, like, reined me in over, in my life looking back and, like, re made me realize, like, he's the one that's in. Like, I have to lean on him, you yeah. know. Because there's tournaments that I was like, I'm going to win it. Like, this past weekend. I'm shooting great. You know, I'm, like, feeling it. And, like, just ain't meant to be, mm -hmm. you know. And then there's times where I'm like, God. I don't got it. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever, whatever it is, I ain't got it. My dad will call and he's like, so how are you feeling? Like before I go into the final day, and I'm like, dad, don't get your hopes up. Like, I'm not feeling it. I'm texting Samantha. Like, don't even watch the finals. Like I suck today. Like I just don't have it. And my dad will be like, uh, like before my grandma died, he would be like, I'm going to call mama and she's going to be praying, you know? And yeah. it's just like, so I got this whole, like, I know like this, and there's so many times I've been in, like, I'm about to, I could tear up just thinking about it. Cause it's like, I didn't do it, you know? Yeah. And I'm out there shooting and like, all of a sudden it just starts clicking at the right. perfect time. And, you know, I hit the last six and win, you know? And Samantha's like, what were you talking about? You know, I'm like, yeah, like nobody knows. I didn't, I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. I like, nobody knows like what I knew inside, yeah. you know? And so that's been just a huge part that I finally realized, like, it doesn't matter. Like, mm -hmm. well, in the grand scheme of things, too, everything we do is so micro compared to that. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, what, what? It's not that big a deal. Kill a big deer, hit <laughs> yeah. a home run, right. you know, win a right. tournament. It's like, nothing really matters once it's all said right. and done, win or lose. Like, that's the only thing. He's the only thing that really matters. Right. Yeah. So it's like, when you look at that perspective, it's like, gives you a peace of mind. Yeah. All this other uh -huh. stuff is like, whatever, yeah. whatever happens, happens. All these people like me, hate me. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. I can't imagine standing in a big moment like that and not having faith to like lean on. Like if thing, when things start to, you know, spiral. Yeah. And it's like, God, you're going to have to help me here, yeah. you know? And it's easier in those moments to be like, I need help than right. it is in the great moments to be like, thank you. Instead of being like, ha, 
Yeah. I just hit a home run or I just won that, you know. But like you definitely have had moments like that where I forget, you know. Yeah, you get caught in that oh, life's good. I'm not going to talk to you. And, like, and then mm-hmm. something bad happens. And you're like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Please come back. Like, like yeah. That's what I'm saying. I forgot. Like, he's, he, he'll rein you in, yep. you know, and he's like, hey. Like don't get don't, don't get too yeah. Remember where you came. You still need me, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. And right. so, um, but I've talked to guys. I've tried to explain it to them. They're like, "No, you did it, man." And I'm like, "No, no, no I didn't." Uh-uh. You know, I like I worked my butt off to be in that position, but I was I was panicking. Like I was scared to death. <laughs> you know, like I shouldn't have hit that shot. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how I hit it. Yeah. You know, and so I'm I was curious to know yeah. like how how faith played into oh no like i said a big time it's you know it's it's like you said it's i feel like and i'm very guilty of it it's like the the bigger moments or the bad times it's like you know i feel like i i gravitate towards it more right yeah um and and that's you know something that i feel like i work i have to work on every day it's like but also it's like the the good moments it's like that's where yeah you know that's like where you know, it's it's really like showing thanks to to him. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I remember in the um, twenty twenty one the NLCS, I had a you know a walk off single uh, down the line, and Blake trying in like he had my number like um, like guys nasty ninety eight ninety nine would sink you know, and I just I cannot hit a sinker ball save my life uh, nasty slider at like ninety. Um, and I hadn't like no clue what I like what to even think about up there. Um, and I I still to this day remember Wash you know down the line, um, he was like just you know he's like screaming at me. He's like, don't be too big, don't be too big. And I just like I said remember like you know stepping in the box and like being like, hey Lord like it's in your hands. Like I have no chance um, right now. It's like whatever happens happens. Um, and I was able to like you know you know, butt out a single down the line and get it in. It's just like, you know, you know, that was like a, I get chills still thinking yeah. about it. It's like, you know, it's like the, the bigger picture of everything. It's like, right. in a sense, like that moment really didn't, didn't mean anything, you know, yeah. in, in the grand scheme of things. But, you know, like I said, you, you get to grow, uh, in your faith, you know, I think in, in moments like that. hundred percent. Yeah. I think I, I never understood why, like, that's been my biggest question is like, why would you allow, allow me to have success? Like, I just feel like I don't deserve it, yeah. you know? And so I struggle with that too. I'm like, God, why, like, why are you so good to me? And, and, you know, in moments and allow me to even stand here and have a chance, right. you know? And that's the thing this weekend, I was like, it was over and I was like almost frustrated. I could feel myself just being like, God, why? Like I just, that sucks, you know, like to shoot that well and just have it taken from me at the end. And then it's almost like, Hey, you idiot. Like you stood out there and battled like with the best in the world and played the game you love and you can't, you know? Right. But I think also like he gives us all, you know, unique skill sets yeah. to go and, and take those above and, and, and glorify him. And I think it's, you know, your unique skill set. Maybe it's baseball. Maybe it's something else. Maybe there's something you're better at than baseball. I don't know. Yours is shooting. And it's like, there, there's your platform mm-hmm. um, to kind of bring it back to yeah, him my dad, and do the best with it. I struggle because, you know, I grew up going to church and being very involved in church um, as a young guy and, and my family. And so when we travel, it's very hard to be faithful to a church and like a certain community at home all the time because i'm on the road so much and so i struggle with that and i called my dad and i remember him saying i mean even the bible says like how we're part of like a body of christ 
And so like the fingers and the hands have a different job than the feet, it has a different job than the head. And so like we all are like that body of Christ. And so he calls us to different areas, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm far from perfect. Like I feel half the time I don't want to talk about him because I'm afraid like people are going to look at me and go. Dude, that's the thing. There's a misconception of like, oh, you believe in God, you're a Christian. Oh, you're perfect. And you're not. Right. No, you're not. And it's like, no, it's. No, yeah, it's, like, it's, life, it's a life of struggle. You're not perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's a life of struggle, man. Like, I'm, exactly. you're going to see me, you know, cuss over here sometimes. You'll see me do this thing, and it's like, yeah. it's, you know, it's right. just, yeah, I'm not perfect. And I'm not asking you to be like me. It's it's about him, right? Yeah, so right. it's like, so that's, that's like, I I think it's just been a big part of my life. And, and my, like, the whole reason I've done anything well ever, I think. But, um, well, cool, man. I know, like, you guys play the, you're at the Pittsburgh, so that's, that's kind of why you were able to come down. I yeah. appreciate you coming yeah, no, down here, man. Thanks for having me. Like I said, I'm a big fan of yours. And um, one day uh, we're going to get on a hunt together. One of these days, <laughs> I got a. Yeah, you know, me and my wife were talking. It was like we got like three weddings this this offseason. Yeah. It's like I can't. You know, I love love my friends, but I'm ready to be <laughs> not going wedding over. <laughs> yeah, I'm at that age uh, now. Like I don't have so, any weddings. Yeah, so that's like I said. I'm, I'm you know. Once that you know this past off season or this next off season's over with, well, it should 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 line up. Yeah, definitely. So. Well, I, I'm a I'm a we're Pirates fans here, but we're bigger Austin Riley fans. So I hope you have a great game tonight. Perfect. We'll be watching. Yeah. And, Need a win. He got us last night. <laughs> yeah, by one run. Um, but Go yeah, Bruce. man, I, I really appreciate you coming down and no, thank and we'll you. definitely I'm gonna call Joel Turner. Maybe we can just make a day of it sometime. Yeah, Let's, that'd be sweet because I'd love to to yeah competitiveness is like it eats me alive every time i yeah. pull it out trying to try well, you're to the way you attack baseball once we get you to apply that to shooting it'd yeah. be you'll have it have her whooped but uh well awesome man good luck tonight yeah thank you